The BRAF-V600E mutation is the most frequent genetic alteration in papillary thyroid carcinoma, PTC, approximately 60%, and in melanoma, approximately 60-70%. to BRAF-V600E is a prognostic biomarker of recurrence, tumor aggressiveness, and mortality in patients with melanoma, PTC, and hairy cell leukemia. It is implicated in the tumor aggressiveness of anaplastic undifferentiated thyroid cancer, ATC, a devastating disease that is still untreatable. Although highly selective inhibitors of BRAF-V600E, including the first FDA-approved, orally available vimurafenib have been tested in clinical trials for BRAF-V600E positive cancers with promising results, tumor primary resistance and development of secondary resistance to BRAF-V600E inhibitors in patients that were initially responding have been reported. Different compensatory mechanisms have been shown to promote this resistance bypassing pharmacologic inhibition of BRAF-V600E via the triggering of intracellular signaling cascade pathways, which lead to reactivation of phospho-P-ERK12. Some of these include elicitation of aberrant autocrine loops through the overexpression of HER3 receptor, overactivation of PI3K, AKT, and CMET pathways, or JAK-STAT3 signaling. Other mechanisms are also linked to EIF4F complex formation, which is associated with reactivation of ERK12 signaling, or to persistent activation of PMTOR and PS6 ribosomal proteins signaling. Resistance to BRAF-V600E inhibitors is also mediated by dimerization of aberrantly spiced BRAF-V600E that dimerize in a RAS-independent manner. NRAS mutations, BRAF-V600E amplifications, MEK12 mutations, and overexpression of genes including COT, PDGFRB, and others play a role in the resistance to BRAF-V600E inhibitors. Also, we have recently found that copy number gain of MCL1 chromosome 1Q in metastatic BRAF-V600E PTC cells are associated with resistance to vimurafenib treatment. Moreover, we showed that the loss of P16 gene in PTC samples might be an important event for metastatic potential. P16 is a crucial negative regulator of cell cycle by inhibiting the assembly of CDK46 complexes and RB phosphorylation during G1 phase. Because of P16 loss in invasive thyroid tumor cells, targeting P16 downstream cell cycle effectors using CDK46 selective inhibitors in combination with BRAF-V600E inhibitor was rationalized. We decided to use palbosclib a selective inhibitor of CDK46 FDA-approved for treatment of patients with advanced breast cancers. Overall, because of the occurrence of tumor resistance, new therapeutic options are urgently needed against cancers which are resistant to BRAF-V600 inhibitors, including BRAF-V600E positive metastatic PTC. The mechanistic link between vermeurofenib treatment and the development of resistance in PTC is still not well understood. Cancer is an evolutionary system and based on cytogenetically diverse clones. Tumor heterogeneity might be fundamental for tumor capacity to expand resistant clones driven by different selective pressures including anti-cancer therapies. 
Understanding thyroid carcinoma, cytogenic heterogeneity, and genomic alterations emerging during therapy with BRAF V600E inhibitors is crucial to improving clinical studies and will help investigate mechanisms of tumor progression. We selected vimurafenib-resistant BRAF-WT-V600E positive and P16-negative PTC patient-derived cells, assessed their cytogenetic and genomic profiles, and validated the therapeutic efficacy of combined treatment with vimurafenib-palbosiclib to efficiently target vimurafenib-resistant cells. Our study proposes a novel strategy to treat BRAF-V600E positive invasive PTC resistant to BRAF-V600E inhibitors. Here, we have developed a new model to investigate primary and secondary resistance to vimurafenib using human spontaneously immortalized KTC1 cells derived from the pleural effusion from a recurrent and RAI refractory PTC patient. Uniquely, KTC1 cells are the only PTC patient-derived cells, to the best of our knowledge, which harbor with heterozygous status, as occurs in PTC samples with BRAF-V600E the constitutively active mutant kinase BRAF-V600E. Therefore, these cells represent helpful preclinical model for therapeutics validations and for investigating mechanisms of resistance to BRAF-V600E inhibitors for human aggressive re refractory PTC. Additionally, these cells show biallelic deletion of P16 chromosome 9P and TP53WT. They also have copy number neutral loss of heterozygosity of chromosome 2P, 2Q, and 7Q, and gain of chromosome 5P, which includes HTERT human telomerase reverse transcriptase gene, and 17P. Our findings indicated that the murafenib blocked orthotopic KTC1 tumor growth in an early intervention model, but tumor size was not reduced over time, suggesting primary tumor resistance. Here we found that most naive cells died upon treatment within 48 to 96 hours. However, the surviving cells showed a significantly reduced cell death rate on longer time points and rebound in phospho-ERK12 protein levels, indicating that the few surviving cells could have intrinsic primary resistance. As the anti-tumor activity of BRAF-V600E inhibitors requires near-complete inhibition of ERK12 activation, minimal reactivation of ERK12 signaling might lead to tumor progression. Reactivation of ERK12 phosphorylation has been shown to occur steadily upon vermurafenib treatment in human cancer cells. We have previously shown dose-response curves, IC50, 50% maximal inhibitory concentration for vimurafenib in different human thyroid cancer cells. Here, in a time course of anti-BRAF-V600E therapy using KTC1 cells, we have assessed PERK12 protein levels as readout of BRAF-V600E kinase activity inhibition, and we found that vimurafenib has an acute effect in the early hours of treatment, but PERK12 is progressively less inhibited in the following time points compared to vehicle-treated control cells. Additionally, we analyzed PERK12 protein expression levels in, in other four human thyroid carcinoma-derived cell lines, PTC or ATC-derived cells, with either heterozygous or homozygous mutation for BRAF-V600E or with BRAF-WTWT. 
Interestingly, we observed in heterozygous BRAF V600E cell lines, KTC1 and SW1736, increased PERK12 protein levels from 6 to 12 hours independently of their histologic origin of the tumor cell line, whereas the human thyroid carcinoma cells with only BRAF WT, i.e. TPC1, with no BRAF V600E, showed an increase in PERK12 protein expression levels upon vimurafenib treatment when compared to vehicle treatment. This result is similar to melanoma cell lines with BRAF WT, which showed paradoxical phenomenon of ERK12 phosphorylation activation by BRAF V600E inhibitors. In order to investigate the mechanisms of primary resistance to vimurafenib treatment and understand their relationship with the potential occurrence of secondary resistance, we have expanded the subpopulation of KTC1 cells capable to survive to acute therapeutic doses of vimurafenib. We have selected two independent vimurafenib-resistant tumor cell batches by applying cycles of high doses of vimurafenib alternated by expansion of the surviving cells. Most KTC1 cells died upon treatment with vimurafenib within 48 to 96 hours. However, the few surviving cells, when biochemically assayed for PERK12 levels, showed no difference between vehicle and vimurafenib treatment, indicating that they have primary resistance to vimurafenib. To expand and analyze this cell subpopulation with intrinsic primary resistance, KTC1 cells were exposed to vimurafenib and then the few surviving cells were expanded without treatment in order to avoid bias towards the selection of secondary mutations which might specifically trigger cell cycle progression. KTC1 cells for growth following a week-long vimurafenib sustained treatment. We found that these cells showed a net increased number over the time but with a significantly lower growth rate compared to vehicle treated cells. Best fitting curves equation y equals 0.0722x plus 1.0444 and y equals 0.0513x plus 1.0576. Instead, vimurafenib naive cells showed a reduction of the total cell number as shown by the negative growth rate. Best fitting curve days 0 to 2 y equals negative 0.2959x plus 1.3438 and days 2 through 7 y equals negative 0.0457x plus 0.449. In addition, when resistant cells were exposed to the vehicle, they did not show any significant changes in growth rate compared to vehicle-treated naive KTC1 cells. Analysis of cell cycle by BRDU 5-bromo-2-deoxyuride over PI, propidium iodide, combined assay showed that both resistant cells batches exposed to vehicle have a significantly higher cell percentage distributed in G2M phase compared to naive cells, 1.51 and 1.36 fold change respectively. In addition to these results, we found that cyclin B1, a crucial regulator for the transition of cells from G2 to M phase showed substantial increased mRNA expression levels, 1.2 fold changes, in the vimurafenib resistant KTC1 cells compared to the vimurafenib naive KTC1 cells when exposed to vehicle treatment. In order to assess tumor cell heterogeneity and clonal evolution, we performed affimatrix oligonucleotide SMP microarray assay, metaphase chromosome analysis, 
fluorescence in situ hybridization and exome sequencing in the two independent populations of resistant KTC1 cells and compared to the potential of amurifenib-naive KTC1 cells. In order to assess tumor cell heterogeneity in clonal evolution, we performed Affymatrix aglionucleotide SMP microarray assay, metaphase chromosome analysis, fluorescence in situ hybridization, and exome sequencing in the two independent populations of resistant KTC1 cells, KTC1 res1 and KTC1 res2, and compared to the parental vimurafinib-naive KTC1 cells, KTC1 naive. The oligonucleotide SNP microarray assay identified copy number neutral loss of heterozygosity on chromosome 2p, 2q, and 7q, and gain of chromosome 5p and 17p. These somatic copy number variations in vimurafinib-resistant KTC1 cells and naive KTC1 cells were similar, including the biallelic deletion of P16, except for the gain of the entire chromosome 5 detected in the vimurafinib-resistant KTC1 cells, but not in the naive KTC1 cells. Interestingly, no other chromosome acquired a copy number variation, gain or loss, in resistant cells. The duplication on chromosome 17p, as well as on the 2p, 2q, and 7q neutral loss, occurred prior to the vimurafinib treatment in KTC1 naive cells and remained unchanged in the resistant cells. Furthermore, we found a nuploidy and tetrosomy due to tetraploidy of chromosome 5. We confirmed and quantified this result by analyzing 200 interphase nuclei for cell condition by FISH with probes for chromosome 5 revealing that 70% and 30% of the KTC1 naive cells showed diploidy or aneuploidy tetraploidy respectively. Specifically, KTC1 naive cells included diverse clones with trisomy of chromosome 5 with one or two copies of supernumerary isochromosome of the short arm of chromosome 5, or clones with tetrosomy due to tetraploidy. Importantly, the presence of extra chromosomes has been reported to lead to genomic instability. Remarkably, following the long-term sustained treatment with vimurafenib, resistant KTC1 cells reduced the diploid clones 1.3 to 1.7 fold change and increased the aneuploid tetraploid clones 1.5 to 1.9 fold change compared to the naive cells. In particular, KTC1 resistant 1 cells showed 43 and 57% diploid or aneuploidy tetraploidy karyotype, respectively, and KTC1 resistant 2 cells showed 52.5 and 47.5% diploid or aneuploidy tetraploidy karyotype, respectively. To further investigate the mechanisms which contribute to the survival and expansion of amurifenib-resistant KTC1 cells, we also analyzed by exome sequencing the occurrence of secondary and somatic copy number variations. Exome sequencing is able to detect single nucleotide changes and defines with precision the allelic fraction of the identified mutation. As internal control, we verified the mutant BRAF V600E allele fraction, and as expected, we found that it resulted 50% along with 50% of wild-type BRAF allele in both naive and resistant KTC1 cells. More importantly, the exome sequencing analysis after appropriate filter application displayed mutations by allelic fraction analysis in the RBM genes only in the vimurafinib-resistant cells 
but not in the vimirafenib naive cells. In particular, we found an in-frame deletion in the RBM10 gene, chromosome X, 1537-1539-DELGAG-E513-DEL with 87% allele fraction in the KTC1-resistant 1 cells. Missense mutation of the RBMX gene, chromosome X499C greater than G, P167A, with a 33.3% of allele fraction in the KTC1-resistant 2 cells. The RBMX499C greater than G mutation shows protein change as follows. P167A, proline, P, to alanine, proline has major roles in the proper tertiary structure folding of proteins. Loss of a proline and substitution with the nonpolar alanine may be predicted to result in potential loss of an important structural motif in the RBMX protein RBMX, also named HNRNPG or RBMXP1. RBMX plays an important role to protect cells against DNA damage and for chromosome segregation and might contribute, therefore, to vimurafenib resistance. To test this hypothesis, we knocked down wild type WT RBMX using the most efficient SHRNA among the two tested in the naive KTC1 cells compared to the SH control cells. Importantly, Silencing of RBMX, SH, RBMX1, showed an increase of PAKT protein levels in naive KTC1 cells compared to the SH control cells when exposed to vehicle or single agent treatments. Fish analysis demonstrated that RBMX knockdown resulted per se in a modest increase of tetraploidization, 9.5% in SH control cells versus 11.5% in SHRBMX cells, and a substantial increase, 2.6-fold change, in tetraploidy in the presence of amurafenib treatment from 7.5% in the SH control cells to 19.5% in the SHRBMX cells. In order to understand which pathways are connected with wild-type RBM genes in thyroid cancer, we first randomly built RBMX and RBM10 gene regulatory network, full-change cutoff to p-value of less than 0.05 using human PTC samples from TCGA, the Cancer Genome Atlas. We found that only RBMX gene was significantly co-expressed with 38 out of 1,884 2% upregulated genes in BRAF V600E PTC compared to BRAF WT PTC TCGA samples. Those 38 genes are located on different chromosomes. Only 10 out of 38, 26.3% genes interacted with RBMX creating regulatory networks which converge on crucial pathways for tumor microenvironment, ECM remodeling functions, cell polarity, inflammation, and immune suppression processes, tumor survival, tumor metabolism, cell cycle regulation, and DNA damage response. 2 out of 38, 5.2% upregulated genes are located on chromosome 5Q and play more specialized biological roles, brain function and endosome to lysosome trafficking of membrane, i.e. GABRB2, and regulation of protein metabolism for glycosylation, i.e. GCNT4. Moreover, since our findings showed amplification of chromosome 5 
We built RBMX and RBM10 gene regulatory networks specifically with the cancer-associated genes located on chromosome 5P, 33 genes, and 5Q, 68 genes. Moreover, since our findings showed amplification of chromosome 5, we built RBMX and RBM10 gene regulatory network specifically with the cancer-associated genes located on chromosome 5P, 33 genes, and 5Q, 68 genes in BRAF V600E PTC compared to BRAF WT PTC TCGA samples. 22 out of 1,884, 1.1%, were chromosome 5Q differentially expressed cancer-associated genes significantly upregulated in BRAF V600E PTC compared to BRAF WT PTC and co-expressed with RBMX. Importantly, 9 out of 22, 41%, of cancer-associated upregulated genes on chromosome 5Q significantly with a p-value less than 0.05 interacted with RBMX gene, whereas none of the cancer genes on 5P interacted with RBMX, indicating network specificity. Moreover, the pathways emerging from networks between RBMX and 5Q cancer genes were involved in tumor survival and metabolism, G2 and mitosis homeostasis, cell cycles checkpoints regulation, chromosome stability, DNA damage response checkpoints, microenvironment homeostasis, extracellular matrix or ECM organization, and regulation of MAPK signaling. RBM10 had networks with 8 out of 1,884.04% differentially expressed cancer-associated genes on 5Q. These genes also resulted significantly upregulated in BRAF V600E PTC compared to BRAF WT PTC and co-expressed with RBM10. Three out of eight, or 37.5% genes created significant regulatory networks with RBM10 evoking interconnected WNT signaling related pathway. BRAF V600E positive PTC patient-derived KTC1 cells showed deletion of the P16 gene to determine if the inhibition of BRAF V600E and targeting of CDK46 P16 downstream effector was effective against these tumor cells, we tested a therapeutic approach using vimurafenib plus pabosiclib treatment. Two FDA-approved drugs for metastatic BRAF V600E positive melanoma and metastatic breast cancer, respectively. In order to assess the most effective doses of combined therapy with vimurafenib plus Palbosiclib, we treated thyroid tumor cells for 48 hours with a matrix of nine different drug doses combinations. Our results showed that 10 micromoles vimurafenib plus 10 micromoles palbosiclib significantly provided the best therapeutic efficacy against thyroid tumor cells. This combined therapy significantly decreased cancer number of 13.38 and 8.6 fold change compared to vehicle, vimurafenib, or palbosiclib treatments, respectively, likely by synergistic effects. Importantly, we found significant induction of apoptosis in both vimurafenib-naive and vimurafenib-resistant cells when we used this combination therapy, as shown by an X in VPI apoptosis analysis, and by the substantial reduction of pro-survival factors such as phospho-PRB, PAKT, and MCL1, an increase of cell death markers, cleave caspase 3, and cleave PARP. More importantly, 
This combined therapy was significantly effective cause apoptosis compared to either single agents or vehicle treated cells. Additionally, we tested the therapeutic efficacy of these drugs in advanced aggressive ATC derived cells. ATC is a deadly disease with a dismal prognosis. ATC cells harbored BRAF-V600E and showed wild-type P16 status. They were also effectively sensitive to vimurafenib plus palbociclib treatment, which caused a significant reduction of cell number over the time, suggesting that this therapy can also be used in BRAF-V600E positive ATC with wild-type P16. We found that vimurafenib plus palbociclib maintained downregulation of PAKT critical pro-survival factor protein levels when RBMX, SHRBMX, was silenced compared to the single agent or vehicle treatments, suggesting that this combined therapeutic approach could have anti-tumor survival activity by affecting AKT expression levels and subsequently its downstream effectors. Critically, this combined therapy substantially reduced the number of BRAF-V600E positive and P16 negative tumor cell clones with chromosome 5 aberrations, i.e. extra copies of I5P, compared to vehicle-treated cells from 3.7% or 16.2% to zero, or more importantly, to single-agent treatments within 48 hours. Critically, this combined therapy substantially reduced the number of BRAF-V600E positive and P16-negative tumor cell clones with chromosome 5 aberrations compared to vehicle-treated cells from 3.7% or 16.2% to zero, or, more importantly, to single-agent treatments within 48 hours. Whereas single-agent treatments did not show robust changes in plus 5PX1 copies, the murafenib treatment decreased plus I5PX2 extra copies compared to vehicle-treated cells. Collectively, our findings indicate that vimurafenib treatment on BRAF-V600E positive invasive thyroid carcinoma cells with P16 deletion acts as selective pressure favoring the appearance of resistant clones with chromosome 5 aberrations and RBM genes, e.g. RBMX and RBM10, de novo mutations. Importantly, combined inhibition of BRAF-V600E and CDK4-6 synergistically induces apoptosis in both naive and resistant tumor cells, indicating that the mechanism of resistance to vimurafenib requires CDK4-6 pathway activation. In summary, this combined therapeutic approach results in both effective early treatment preventing the selection and expansion of aberrant thyroid tumor cell clones with primary resistance, but also as late intervention on vimurafenib-resistant tumors with secondary resistance. PTC is associated with a favorable long-term survival. However, the subgroup of patients who develop distant metastases have a worse prognosis. BRAF-V600E can be measured in the blood of patients with metastatic PTC, for instance, lung metastasis. Patients with advanced BRAF-V600E PTC generally showed partial response to BRAF-V600E inhibitors. Phase 1 study of vimurafenib in three patients with BRAF-V600E PTC reported that one had partial response with reduction of pulmonary target lesions by 31%, and the duration of response was 7.6 months before the disease progressed in the lungs and bones. Therefore, advanced PTC showed partial response to vimurafenib and unavoidably relapses as refractory carcinomas. 
Unfortunately, the majority of patients with cancer may develop resistance in a short time from the initiation of therapy. How metastatic PTC becomes resistant to BRAF V600E inhibitors, for instance, vimurafenib, remains poorly understood. In this study, we have investigated the genetic properties of vimurafenib-resistant cells in a unique model of heterozygous BRAF V600E human thyroid cancer cells established from a metastatic pleural effusion of BRAF V600E positive recurrent PTC patient. Tumor cells have genomic instability and often have complex karyotypes with numerous chromosomal rearrangements and polyploidy. However, KTC1 cells showed diploid and aneuploid tetraploid clones with relatively few chromosomal aberrations, representing an ideal model to study clonal evolution and occurrence of drug resistance. KTC1 cells were exposed to vimurafenib to eradicate sensitive cell subpopulations and expand resistant clones. We found resistance to vimurafenib in tumor cells harboring amplification of chromosome 5 and mutations in RBM genes, which are fundamental for genome stability during cell division. These findings could indicate that treatment failure and disease relapse in metastatic advanced BRAF V600E PTC might be linked to the selection of aneuploidy tetraploid cell subpopulations with extra copies of chromosome 5. Interestingly, we found two independent de novo mutations in the RBM gene family, for instance RBM10 and RBMX, in the vimurafenib-resistant cells, but not in the vimurafenib-naive thyroid tumor cells, which did not show measurable allelic fractions for these mutations. These genes are involved in the regulation of RNA splicing and apoptosis. RBM10 is a tumor suppressor that represses notch signaling and cell proliferation. Importantly, RBM10 has been recently found to be mutated in the aggressive and fatal subtypes of thyroid carcinoma, and the overall survival of patients with RBM10 mutations was significantly poor compared to those with wild-type RBM10, suggesting a role for this gene in thyroid tumor aggressiveness and progression. RBMX is a regulator for maintenance and centromeric protection of sister chromatid cohesion during cell division and for chromosome stability. The karyotype of cancer is highly variable and often shows genetic complexity with chromosomal instability, for instance chromosomal loss or gain, ranging from hypodiploidy to tetraploidy or to polyploidy. Tetraploidy or polyploidy are characterized by whole extra sets of chromosomes and arise in different conditions including cancer. Tetraploid cells can originate from mitotic arrest or slippage, cytokinesis failure, or cell-cell fusions which can result in genomic instability. Importantly, we found an increased percentage of cells with chromosome 5 tetrasemy due to tetraploidy when RBMX was silenced during acute treatment with vimurafenib, suggesting that loss of function of this gene might play a crucial role in tetraploidization and exacerbates this phenotype. Also, the reduction of RBMX protein levels impacted on the downregulation of phospho-AKT protein levels. These results might suggest the importance of RBMX protein not only to prevent DNA errors, but also to inhibit AKT pathways, which are fundamental to promote tumor cell survival and growth. 
However, further studies will be needed to determine mechanisms by which RBMX or RBM10 mutants affect chromosome 5 expansion and tetraploidization during treatment with BRAF V600E inhibitors. Overall, our results suggest the development of complex processes during sustained treatment with BRAF V600E inhibitors, for instance, vimurfenib, in the invasive, spontaneously immortalized PTC cells that we have exhaustively characterized. Initial presence of a heterogeneous tumor cell population, including many diploid clones, but also a nuploid or tetraploid clones. Gain of secondary mutations, for instance, in the RBM genes, permissive to chromosomal aberration and tetraploidization, and selection and expansion of clones with advantageous aberrations, for instance, chromosome 5 trisomy, gain of one copy of isochromosome 5p, or tetraploidy. The spectrum of isochromosomes differed during neoplasms. For instance, for instance, plus I5p has been proposed as one potential mechanism to drive tumor initiation and progression. Although molecular mechanisms underlying the formation of isochromosomes are not yet well understood, our findings linking clone expansion of cells harboring one copy of isochromosome 5p and vimurafenib-resistant tumor cells might suggest that gene amplifications can occur in the presence of long-term treatment with vimurafenib as pro-survival response to tumor cells. RBMX elicits gene regulatory networks with cancer-associated genes of chromosome 5q but not of 5p. These networks represent top pathways of synergy and genetic interactions that control cell cycle checkpoints in response to DNA damage and mechanisms of chromosome stability. Intriguingly, we did not find changes in growth rate in the resistant cells compared to the naive cells. Importantly, we found a significant increase of resistant cells in G2M phase. Since we did not find an increased growth rate of amurafenib-resistant cells, we hypothesized that some tumor cell populations slowed down or blocked in G2M phase with an accumulation in this phase of the cell cycle. Also, our cytogenetic analysis revealed that tetraploid cells increased when BRAF V600E was inhibited by vimurafenib and RBMX was silenced. Collectively, these results suggest that vimurafenib-resistant cells enter cell cycle doubling their DNA content. However, they might not undergo to final cell division, resulting in an increase of tetraploidy. Loss of function of RBM genes, for instance RBMX, and amplification of chromosome 5 genes in the vimurafenib-resistant cells might contribute to cell cycle checkpoint dysfunctions. Ultimately, these complex biological processes, which are evoked in vimurafenib-resistant cells, might enhance mitotic errors, leading to tumor progression. Generally, PTC shows low frequency in somatic copy number alterations compared to somatic mutations. We analyzed the PTC-TCGA dataset. 5P showed a trend in increase of copy number, 0.2 cutoff, from stage 1, 0%, to stage 3, 3.5%, in BRAF V600E PTC, and from 1.03% in stage 1 to 13.04% in stage 3, in BRAF WTPTC. BRAF WTPTC showed copy number gain in 5Q similarly as observed for 5P, whereas 5Q copy number did not change in BRAF V600E PTC across all tumor stages. This result suggests that amplifications of 5Q 
might be a subclonal event in BRAF-V600E PTC during sustained therapy with BRAF-V600E inhibitors, for instance, vimurafenib. Vimurafenib has been recently used in patients with metastatic refractory BRAF-V600E PTC and continuously administered twice a day in cycles of 28 days. This therapy showed anti-tumor activity with partial response in 10 of 26 38.5% best overall response patients. Four patients, 15%, died after a median follow-up of 18.8 months. These clinical findings indicate that inhibition of BRAF-V600E is not effective in all metastatic BRAF-V600E PTC patients and might be provocative for PTC cells to evoke complex mechanisms which escape this targeted precise therapy. Finding mutations which change the wild-type functions in two genes which belong to the same family, RBMX and RBM10, and are involved in chromosomal segregation suggests that acquired secondary mutations may converge to allow or promote chromosome 5 copy number gain in resistant cells. This may be one of the possible mechanisms of resistance to BRAF-V600E inhibitors in metastatic BRAF-V600E PTC. KTC1 cells show also deletion of P16 loss, which is frequent in many cancers and results in the overactivation of CDK4-6 axis, critical to cell cycle entry. Aberrant regulation of the cell cycle is one of the crucial mechanisms in tumor progression, which includes deregulation of checkpoints from G1 phase until mitosis. Preclinical studies have shown that CDK4-6 inhibitors induce G1 arrest of human cancer cell lines, suppressing tumor growth or inducing tumor regression. We have applied a combined therapeutic approach using, for the first time to the best of our knowledge, BRAF-V600E and CDK4-6 inhibitors in human thyroid carcinoma cells. Remarkably, this combined therapy suppressed the clonal expression of cells with aberrations of chromosome 5. This treatment was able to induce apoptosis in both naive and vermurafenib-resistant cells. Recently, it has been shown that vermurafenib-resistant melanoma cells were sensitive to the sustained exposure with palbociclib, which determines cell senescence. Also, combined therapy with BRAF-V600E and CDK4-6 inhibitors was effective to prolong survival in mouse models for astrocytoma. Although further studies will be necessary, our results suggest that targeting BRAF-V600E and CDK4-6 in aggressive thyroid cancer can trigger apoptosis by overcoming CDK4-6-dependent cell cycle checkpoints dysfunctions, which could allow or even lead to genomic instability. Genomic heterogeneity instability might contribute significantly to BRAF-V600E inhibitor treatment failure, suggesting that targeting different cancer-associated pathways can be strength for long-duration therapeutic responses. We also believe that orthogonal therapeutic approaches during treatment are required and fundamental to kill the majority of tumor cells at first with combined therapies. Our therapeutic approach was able to overcome both primary and secondary resistance to single-agent treatments in invasive human thyroid carcinoma cells. It has been recently shown that CRAS-G12D mutation can also be a genetic mechanism of secondary resistance to vimurafenib in KTC1 cells. Authors using a different therapeutic strategy 
found that subpopulation of KTC1 cells acquired resistance to this drug. However, these resistant cells became less sensitive to combined therapy with vimurafenib plus MEK1 or AKT inhibitors. Therefore, single-agent therapeutic interventions might reduce tumor cells number but inadvertently provides powerful selective pressure for the expansion of resistant subclones. Clonal heterogeneity within tumors can be considered a substrate for evolutionary adaptation to the environment via Darwinian selection. The capacity of some subpopulations of tumor cells to survive in different environments is at the base of metastasis establishment and drugs resistance. Genetic divergence occurs during tumor progression. However, when selective pressures, for instance drug treatments, are used, convergent evolution might occur. Our study is limited by the lack of human samples from clinical trials of patients with metastatic BRAF V600E PTC treated with BRAF V600E inhibitors. However, our results are substantiated by our integrated ex vivo approaches and applications of PTC TCGA patient derived. It is also possible that transduction of RBMX or RBM10 mutants in vimurafenib naive PTC patient derived cells might elicit more potent phenotypes than SHRNA-mediated loss of function of the RBMXWT. In summary, we report for the first time that during vimurafenib therapy, human invasion thyroid tumor cells with BRAF V600E and P16 loss acquired secondary resistance to this BRAF V600E inhibitor by amplification of chromosome 5 gain of the isochromosome 5P, tetrosamine 5 due to tetraploidy, and de novo mutations in the RBM genes family. Critically, our findings are translational and suggest that combined treatment with BRAF-WT-V600E and CDK-4-6 inhibitors could represent a novel therapeutic strategy to treat vimurafenib-resistant or vimurafenib-naive BRAF-WT-V600E PTC refractory to standard therapies. This combined therapy with vimurafenib plus palbociclib results in a very efficient strategy to target tumor cells either with primary or secondary resistance. The stable loss of P16 function in the background could represent a constraint that positively selects cell clones resistant to vimurafenib treatment due to the activation of P16 downstream effectors such as CDK46. Our findings support the proof of concept that this combined therapy can be tested in a clinical trial of patients with metastatic BRAF-WT-V600E PTC or also with BRAF-WT-V600ATC. We used KTC1 BRAF-WT-V600E, TPC1 BRAF-WT-WT, 8505C BRAF-V600E, and SW1736 BRAF-WT-V600E human thyroid carcinoma cell lines. KTC1 is a spontaneously immortalized human thyroid carcinoma cell line which harbors BRAF-WT-V600E mutation. It was established from the metastatic pleural effusion from a recurrent and radioiodine RAI refractory PTC in a 60-year-old male patient by Dr. J. Kurabayashi, Department of Breast and Thyroid Surgery, Kawasaki Medical School, Kurashiki, Japan, and provided by Dr. Rebecca E. Schwepp, University of Colorado, USA. More details are reported in the supplementary methods. Vimurafenib, PLX4032, RG, 
7204 was dissolved according to manufacturer's instructions in 100% dimethyl sulfoxide DMSO vehicle to achieve a stock concentration of 10 millimoles in in vitro assays. Palbosiclib, also named PD0332991HCI, is an inhibitor of CDK46. Powder was dissolved in 100% DMSO according to the manufacturer's instructions preparing 5 millimolar stocks. Intermediate doses of vimirafenib or palbosiclib were prepared in 100% DMSO and diluted in 0.2% FBS high glucose DMEM in order to achieve the desired final concentrations maintaining a constant final concentration at 2% DMSO for optimal solubility. Combined treatments of vimurafenib plus palbosiclib were calculated using ComBenefit script by MATLAB R2017A applying Bliss highest single agent HSA and low methods in order to assess drug synergy and antagonism. Cells were treated for 48 hours in the presence of 0.2% FBS high glucose DMEM at a final 2% DMSO with 1, 5, or 10 micromoles of either vimurafenib or palbosiclib, or combined therapy with vimurafenib plus palbosiclib, combining all above doses. Vehicle was used as untreated control, 2% DMSO diluted in 0.2% FPS high glucose DMEM. Before adding treatments, cells were washed with PBS from 10% FBS high glucose DMEM. Quantitative analysis was performed by direct count of adherent cells, magnification 10 times. Vehicle control was 2% DMSO diluted in 0.2% FBS high glucose DMEM. Data were plotted applying a matrix of cell count using GraphPad Prism 6. In order to select KTC1 cells resistant to BRAF V600E inhibitor, vimurafenib, cells were treated with 10 micromoles vimurafenib for 12 10 cycles KTC1 resistant 1 cells, or 24 20 cycles KTC1 resistant 2 cells, weeks. Cycle of therapy is defined as follows. Treatment of cells with 10 micromoles vimurafenib in the presence of 0.2% FBS high glucose DMEM until 90% were dead cells and then recover them in 10% FBS high glucose DMEM without vimurafenib. Mutation analysis for single nucleotide variants, SNV, was performed using Mutech version 1.1.4 and annotated by variant effect predictor VEP. Variants represented at greater than 1% in either the African American or European American and not in cosmic greater than two times were considered to be likely germline and filtered out in the SNV Indel report. Somatic genetic variants, which showed an allelic fraction greater than 30%, were considered for variant calling passing criteria to exclude technical artifacts, including removal of variants located at the last map base or outside amplicon target regions and variants with the majority of supporting reads harboring excess additional mismatches or indels, likely sequencing errors. More details are reported in the supplementary methods. Cytogenetic analysis of metaphases was performed on cultured thyroid carcinoma cell lines, KTC1 naive, KTC1 resistant 1, KTC1 resistant 2, and 
SW1736 using standard techniques, Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, Boston, Massachusetts. GTG, G-branding by trypsin treatment followed by gamza stain, banded metaphases were obtained using established harvesting and banding techniques. Fluorescence in CETO hybridization, FISH, was performed with Abbott molecular probes following the manufacturer's recommended protocol. 200 interface cells were scored for each probe hydration for each thyroid carcinoma cell line. Affymetrix cytoscan HD array was used to identify chromosomal gains and losses and their breakpoints using DNA from the same thyroid carcinoma cell cultures used in the cytogenetic analysis. Microarray analysis was performed according to the manufacturer's protocol. Each sample was digested with NSPI, ligated to adapters, and amplified with PCR. The PCR product was purified using a magnetic separation technique, fragmented and labeled before hybridization to the microarray. The oligo-SNP single nucleotide polymorphism array contains approximately 2.67 million probes, including 1.9 million copy number probes and 750,000 SMP probes. Copy number alterations were analyzed using chromosome analysis suite software. The gene content of the duplicated and deleted regions was obtained from the UCSC Genome Browser and the NCBI database. We downloaded clinical and RNA sequencing data of PTC from TCGA website and used EDGE-R package in R to get differentially expressed genes using 234 BRAF V600E PTC and 255 BRAF WT PTC samples. Genes with p-value less than 0.05 were considered differentially expressed and statistically significant. WGCNA weighted correlation network analysis was used to build a network between differentially expressed genes obtained from BRAF V600E PTC versus BRAF WT PTC TCGA on the basis of co-expression information of genes. More details are reported in the supplementary methods. Statistical analysis was carried out using GraphPad PRISM6 software and Microsoft Excel statistical tools. Statistical analysis was carried out using GraphPad PRISM6 software and Microsoft Excel statistical tools. T-Student one-way analysis of variance, ANOVA, using two keys correction for multiple comparisons, Fisher's exact, slope analysis, mantle hansel and chi-square tests were used. Data are reported as the average value, and error bars represent the standard deviation of the average for each group. Results with p-values below 0.05 were considered statistically significant. We also used Western blotting, cell cycle, cell viability, cell growth, apoptosis, and viral transduction for gene knockdown assays, and gene regulatory networks pathways analyses. For more details, see the supplementary methods.